Welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Millennium Live. My name is Katie Perry, and today I am joined with Bill Miller, who is the CEO at WellSky. Thank you so much for being here today, Bill. Thanks, Katie. It's great to be here. For anyone who is listening who may not have heard of WellSky before or who is just hearing about you for the first time, could you just give us a brief overview of the company and including who the company really serves and what your mission is? Yeah, we're located here in Kansas City, Missouri, where our headquarters is. We're about 2,000 people strong. We're actually worldwide, but primarily based in the U.S. And we're the company, this easiest way I found to describe it is all the places that you get care that aren't your hospital and aren't your doctor's uh, office is probably where we're at. For example, whether that be a blood transfusion center, a rehab center, a home health uh, agency that's coming into your home or a personal care agent, uh, uh, a nursing home. So all these ancillary care settings that make up the environment that we all receive care. And frankly, more and more people will over time is where you'll find WellSky's solutions and software every day. Wow. So you mentioned that WellSky serves over more than 20,000 people, not just in the U.S., but across the entire globe. So can you tell me what really makes WellSky unique in the marketplace? Well, a lot of things, but I think we're the really the only company that services those wide geographies of care, ranging from, as I said, anything like blood banks all the way out to nursing homes. And so all these unique places where our families are getting care, our mothers, our fathers, our brothers and sisters, and all of us will at some point is where we have the widest, uh, I think, breadth of services. Also, I think the other unique thing about us is the depth. So not only do we do this software that caregivers use every day to deliver care, but they're supported by great services and analytics um, and I think we're unique in that we make our software, uh, it's very modern, it's uh, web-based technology, and it's easy to use. I think as you think about this part of the healthcare industry, um, it's very fragmented. And so creating tools that are really easy to use has helped us gain the market share and adoption that we've had. And that's something we focus on every day. We, we allow our clients to come in and help us design our software so that it is easy to use, understanding the unique Uh, day in a life of somebody that's caring for a hospice patient is very different than someone who may be helping someone recovered from a traumatic brain injury. And so they, they help us make our software better. That's great. And I'm really curious, Bill, can you share any more on your background, on your personal career history and really motive motivated you to join WellSky? Yeah, I've had a really, I think, fun and exciting career in that I've, I've, I've spent time in, in small grassroots entrepreneurs companies that I uh, funded and, and backed with venture cap money, both from California and New York. And then I spent time at a mid cap company called Cerner Corporation in Kansas City, one of the best EMR companies at the time serving large hospital systems. And, and that was a great learning experience. And then I spent 10 years as the CEO of Optum Insight as part of the United Health Group, the sixth largest company in the world, which you know, teaches you a lot about scale and doing things at a macro level that uh, I really enjoyed and learned a lot, particularly around analytics. And then I jumped in here to WellSky, uh, which is backed by two of the best and biggest private equity firms uh, in a really exciting part of the healthcare environment. And actually, I think has been actually become heightened in terms of its um, effectiveness and its future as a result of COVID. 
And so I think the timing has been good. I think as we as consumers want to have more care delivered at home or age at home, uh, age at home with dignity, the solutions that, that WellSky provides every day are just, I think, hitting the market at a great time. So I feel very fortunate that we built this great company at a, at a time when, it, when it's desperately needed, honestly. Absolutely. And you mentioned COVID and I'm sure everyone is ready to stop speaking about it. But for you in the healthcare sector, it's not going away anytime soon. And likely for the rest of us, it's not either. But I'm curious, how has the pandemic really affected the people and the organizations that you work with at WellSky? And is it, and also, I guess, how you have seen it affect the larger industry of healthcare in general? In, in a not so delicate way, which is my speaking style, I'll tell you this, and I've said this a thousand times, in some ways, the COVID pandemic caught the U.S. health system with its pants down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't ready for the volume, uh, the, the health systems, the traditional health systems and the hospitals and the ICUs. If you recall this time last year, we're really struggling with the volume. And we really hadn't learned as a, as a healthcare industry how we were going to shift and move some of that demand. And actually, if you think about all the end users that we represent, home health agencies, personal care agencies, hospice agencies, they are very well equipped to help in the pandemic and could have shifted some of this volume. But the problem was nobody had any PPE. It traditionally hadn't been used in this part of the industry. And so collectively across the board, we were not prepared. And I, and I hope while I would not want to go through a pandemic again, and you're right, I think we're all anxious to move on. I do think it will prepare us for the next inevitable pandemic and what is likely to be either a refiring of this one or a different one on the horizon that we haven't seen yet. So I do think it's going to change the landscape of healthcare indefinitely going forward. I do think we now as a country are starting to speed up the way we think about where we will receive care in these not only in these contexts of the pandemic, but also if we think about just the aging of our country and how many people are going to be turning 83 on a daily basis, just a handful of years now, the, the onset or the silver tsunami of the aging of our population is going to put a tremendous strain. And so in some ways, I think COVID has started to condition us to operate that way. And, and I think reimbursement will follow it. Uh, I think investment will follow it. Investment in companies like WellSky, there's more money pouring into the post-acute environment than there ever has been. A lot of private equity firms, a lot of health systems, uh, a lot of companies in this space going public. So it's, it's really actually exciting and yet sobering because we're dealing with a pandemic that's killed a lot of people that we weren't ready for. And uh, shame on us if it happens again. Absolutely. So you touched on something that I want to talk about. You really talked about moving care to home, and it's something that a lot of people have been talking about, and it's very big at WellSky. So what really needs to change in the healthcare industry to support this entire shift? Well, it's going to happen one way or another because consumer demand drives a lot of this. And assuming that that consumer demand stays there, and I will tell you, for example, as a result of the pandemic, our home infusion business has grown dramatically. Why? Because if you can get the same infusion drug at home versus going to the hospital in the, in the throes of a pandemic, why wouldn't you do that? And so there are some trends emerging that are just, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. But I think it's going to require 
a lot more understanding of the outcomes that we can generate when we move more care to the home. And that I feel is incumbent on a company like WellSky to really observe as more volume, as more care is shifted to the home, do we really have a better outcome and does it really cost less money and is the consumer actually more happy? I think that will be the case, but it has to be measured. I think that's something uniquely uh, that WellSky has to deal with. But I also do, in that same and coterminous with that measurement, the tools and investment, the interoperability needed, the ability for simple tools for self-care and the care of caregivers back to consumers has to just continue to improve. Analytics, which we are very good at, but we are still in early innings, have to improve so that we have a, a roadmap as to what are the most important things to do, the people to see, the location for recovery, the location for long-term care, and how suitable are each of these patients for these settings. And analytics can tell us that. And this has been a part of the healthcare economy that hasn't had these kind of investments, that hasn't had these kind of tools. So we're in the early innings, maybe inning three of the innovation and the the capital that will flow into this space. But as that happens, it will enable more and more of us, our parents, ourselves, and our children, I think will receive the vast preponderance of their care in the home. The home is the Holy Grail. And if you look at what Wellsky has done over that last several years, we have really focused about understanding how care is received and delivered in the home and what sort of tools you need to do it well. Absolutely. One thing you didn't really touch upon was discharge planning, and I'm really curious how WellSky is thinking about that and the future of it. Yeah, so we made an acquisition of a very interesting company because over our thesis, doesn't happen to be a thesis, I think it's true, that unfortunately discharges from the hospital are too much a function of convenience, geography, history, ownership, and not enough about science. What we know about a person and their comorbidities, their age, their suitability for certain settings of care, and more importantly, than, and you're learning and hearing this about all, all the time, about social determinants of health. Do they have food at home? Do they have transportation? Are they isolated? You start thinking about all those things when you make the, the determination of where to discharge somebody and apply some science to that methodology, I think we can drive much, much better outcomes. So in some ways, WellSky is swimming upstream to take a more active role in the way that that health systems, payers think about the discharge process and just apply a lot more logic and analytics to it than traditionally we've been able to do. And we've made acquisitions that strengthen our hand in that capacity and And that's something where we don't intend to be dictatorial about it as much as we do like shining a light on if, when we do these things, these outcomes follow. These are great providers that are great with hips. These are great providers in the context of, say, for example, comorbidities around depression and recovering from heart failure, whatever it may be. The combinations obviously are endless, but there has to be more science applied to it. So that's the simplest way I think about our attitude toward discharge, discharge planning. Okay. Well, we're all beginning to hear a bit about the connection between clinical care and social care, and you just briefly touched upon that. So can you explain that and discuss it in a little more detail? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's really, it's, once again, I 
I think some of this comes down to logic, but, but until the numbers start getting to be measured, it's, it's elusive to all of us. But we know for a fact that somewhere in the neighborhood between 40 and 60% of someone's health is more a function of their environmental uh, surroundings than it is their clinical diagnosis and their clinical therapies. And so you can have all the best clinicians working on a knee, an ankle, a foot, a head, um, someone who is aging. But if you don't, all that great clinical work can go to waste if they don't have nutrition, if they are isolated, if they are not toileting. And these, these functional requirements that all of us have as humans that can destroy one's whole health. And so that's another thing I think that getting back to your first question about what makes us unique, that makes us unique. I think we're bringing that data to bear in such a way that it becomes part of the equation of how we think about whole person health. And it's a really important part. It's on par in terms of its weight and its, and its impact on outcomes as the clinical diagnosis. And, and you know, the exciting thing about that is those things become pretty obvious. The harder part is how do you fix isolation? How do you fix it when someone is in a food desert? You know, how, how do you solve it? But once again, that, those, those are creating business opportunities for the private and the public sector. So including for companies like WellSky. And so it, this is why I love this job because, and while I would do any job with Gusto, it is easy to get up in the morning and lead WellSky because what we're doing is, I like to say God's work. We're, we're really helping help people. And while we're not the end caregivers, we're kind of behind the scenes supporting all of the people that do the tough work every day, face the pandemic every day. I view it as our responsibility to give them the best tools to make their job as easy as we can. And social determinants of health are going to be a big, big part of that going forward. Absolutely. And I think that especially after this year, we can all see that the future of healthcare is moving forward and people are shifting and a lot will be changing. So just as my last question for you, I'm curious, what do you think you're looking forward to most that's going to be the future of healthcare? And really, what will the role of WellSky be in this? Well, I think, I think, I hope, and from an ambition standpoint, I think we can, I hopefully really be a national asset that God forbid there's another pandemic that we could mobilize our network of providers in a way that could provide relief and better outcomes for a massive of the U.S. Once again, I would hope that this would never happen again, but I think there's some inevitability to it. I think that's one dimension of why I'm excited about WellSky, but I think more fundamentally, we're a great company creating a lot of opportunities for people on the individual levels for their careers. But most importantly, I, I, I think about all the um, great caregivers, first-line responders that we support. And if we can expand who we are in that capacity and have more reliance on our tools to make their jobs easier, it's, once again, it's a classic case of easier said than done. But if we do that, I have no doubt that, once again, the company in a handful of years will double in size again. We've doubled over the last three years, actually tripled in size. I suspect we will do that again if we are focused on uh, our markets and our clients and, and most importantly, what um, making people's jobs easier. Absolutely. Well, thank you for talking with me today and yeah. letting us hear more about WellSky. This was wonderful. And I hope we can do it again, hopefully in person soon. 
but we loved having you here and hope to see you again. Thanks, Katie. It was really good talking to you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening and be sure to check out our other episodes. You can listen on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Be sure to subscribe. And for more information, you can visit mill-all.com. 